Hello and welcome everyone to the introduction to the world of email and deliverability. This course is by Yana Tori, a deliverability specialist brought to you by Netcore Cloud. Our goal is to explore the truths and myths of email as we navigate the ever-evolving world of email and deliverability. In order to optimize touch points through email with subscribers and ensure emails land in the inbox or promotions tab, follow the full online course for access to extra supporting documents on the Netcore Cloud website, YouTube, and online learning platforms like Udemy. Let's talk about mailbox providers. What is an inbox supposed to do when it comes to accepting emails from senders? Why are inboxes so keen on creating these really complex spam filters that can differentiate between good emails from bad emails? So let's start with a simple question. What is spam? Spam emails are not only emails that were sent out from botnets, infected computers, or spoofers trying to send you towards malicious web pages to steal your sensitive data. An email is considered spam if the recipient believes it is either unsolicited or simply unwanted junk, even if it is sent out by a legitimate business or sender. Even if your business is legitimate and sells legitimate products, if your email is unwanted or unsolicited, it is considered spam. It's as simple as that. If we understand what the true definition of spam email is and accept it, it will allow us to look at our campaigns with the right mindset and help us change our list acquisition or campaign strategies. We sometimes don't realize the power we have when we are senders. When I give my email address to somebody, I expect them to respect my time, my inbox, my wants, and needs. As time progressed, email became really important for businesses. It was a way to communicate in bulk with people all over the world. But like with any cool thing, people always find ways to abuse new forms of technology. In the 90s, the first spam filter started reducing spam by analyzing and blocking emails coming from specific IPs the real-time black hole list. Check it out online. It is quite an interesting development. This, of course, evolved into smarter filters that minimized emails polluting inboxes. The more tactics people were using to go around them, the stronger and smarter the filters became as experts worked and taught them how to recognize and look for specific patterns or tricks. In very recent years, spam filters have become quite strict on their definition of what is considered spam and how they work. Technology can do so much and evolves extremely quickly. So moving between email service providers doesn't work as well anymore because inboxes have just become smarter. The large majority of emails sent out in a day worldwide are considered spam. This also makes it easier to compare your emails to those of a spammer or for inboxes to find particular indications that you might be spamming as well. Spam filters are looking for patterns and are lurking your subscribers' engagement. They're looking at your domain and what you've sent historically. Have you frequently been moving from one ESP to another? Are you using multiple domains or rotating them in order to not get caught? Are your lists growing too quickly? And how are people engaging with your emails? Are they taking the time to read them or are they deleting them? Are subscribers engaging then never opening and clicking on your emails ever again? When spammers come up with a new tactic or a ruse to go around them, inboxes find ways to block them to protect their users from future attacks. This means that if you are using and implementing these tactics, that you are setting yourself up for deliverability issues. And don't forget, your lists say a lot about you and are a pretty big telltale sign that you aren't following best practices, which can impact the deliverability of your future emails. Spam filters learn new things every day and become more secure because of the work that is put into them. As a sender, you have a specific history with different inboxes and their spam filters. For example, your business might be extremely present in a specific country 
but doesn't stop people from other countries from signing up from your email campaign. This means you might end up with a huge amount of Google or Hotmail email addresses in a tiny amount of, let's say, German-based inboxes. If you only have one or two German subscribers using GMX, for example, and they are very engaged with your users, your sender reputation with GMX will be great and your emails will inbox. If your Gmail-based subscribers are getting the same emails but report them as spam quite often, your reputation with Gmail will take a hit. Historically, they will remember this and use it to make decisions in the future. Spam filters can also look and compare based on templates, content, sending volume, your list acquisition, and make a logical assumption for emails coming from your domain or for other senders that might be in the same industry as you or using the same practices. Inboxes truly know who has opened or clicked an email as well. They see how people interact with various emails in their inbox to decide for this particular recipient what kind of emails they'd like to receive and should receive in the future. The easiest examples here would be to compare somebody that might be more techie, who keeps their inbox fairly organized and clean, versus someone who isn't as great at differentiating legitimate businesses and give their email quite easily and freely. In one inbox, certain emails may have a greater chance of landing in spam versus the other one as they are showing the spam filters that they are more willing to accept and engage with certain types of emails. Certain inboxes also care about specific block lists. Others use the information from block lists to make better decisions, but don't make the decision based solely on them. Spam filters are smarter than us, but are also machines that can make mistakes. This means you have to open your eyes and be very honest with yourself when it comes to your emails and your domain reputation. Even if it might sound annoying to you, even if it is a little time-consuming, you have no choice but to make better decisions by following all best practices to ensure that you maintain a great relationship with your recipients and the mailboxes. Because like it or not, you aren't the one that is deciding if the email will or will not land in the recipient's inbox. Feel free to connect with us on LinkedIn at NetCoreCloud or at Yanatori, and we'll answer all your questions. Thanks for listening to this part of the course created by Yanatori and brought to you by Netcore Cloud, a global MarTech product company that helps brands create amazing digital experiences with a range of products that help in acquisition, engagement, and retention by revolutionizing the way marketing and product teams engage with consumers.